working hard all day. Shoe shine boy, got no time to play. Every nickel counts a lot. So shoe shine, shoe shine boy. You find joy in the things you do. Shoe shine boy, seldom every blue. You're content with what you've got. So shine, shine, shoe shine boy. Hello, welcome to the Kinky Boys podcast. I'm Craig. And I'm Michael. And um, so we've got a bit of a special today. <laughs> um, instead of interviewing someone else or, um, you know, just chatting away about a random topic, I'm sort of, we're doing a little interview between each other. I'm interviewing Craig on... Um... Hello, I'm the <laughs> special guest today. <laughs> yes, our special <laughs> guest, Craig. Um, and um, come on down, Craig. Um, anyway... <laughs> culture reference there um yes so today's topic is boot blacking and um yes so craig's gonna who's a big supporter of boot blacking and is sort of trying to get all things done and uh in the community here it will give us a bit of a clue about what it's all about i hope (laughs) i'll do my best (laughs) so that what you know so that everyone Mm -hmm. listening knows what what it's all about and what to do if they want to get into it, and so on and so forth. And yes, it is a thing. I've had a few people when I've mentioned it who sort of said, you know, oh, is that a thing? Mm-hmm. Yes, it, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's a big thing. Though, so far, it's not been that big a thing in this country. It's more in America, isn't it? It's quite yeah. a big thing. Well, it's quite an old, I don't want to say old, but it's quite a sort of traditional sort of leather discipline, so to speak. I, Oh yeah, yeah, it has deep roots as much. Well, it's um, well as deep as you know a leather history can be, yeah. because you know it's a fairly recent phenomenon in yeah. wider history. But yeah, it has some deep roots and um, a long history behind it, mm. and a big set of traditions. Which is sort of the first question. So, what exactly is boot blacking? What does it involve? How does it fit into kink and fetish? Um, yeah. So what, what exactly, what exactly is it? I mean, the name says a lot, but, you know. Yeah. I mean, first and foremost, what most people see is, um, the actual boot blacking where at a leather club, there'll often be a boot blacking station where some, where people can go to get their boots shined and sometimes do it as part of a larger scene in private. You know, get their boots shined while you're taking care of the dom, like have, give them a cigar, pamper them, basically. Mm. This, and it can involve licking or, you know, boot worshipping or just the actual cleaning and shining of the boots. Mm-hmm. This also ties into a larger thing which a lot of people don't know about, which is the act of leather care and repair. Mm-hmm. I did do some research for this, and someone had a brilliant statement, which is the boot blacks are the alchemists, the carers, and the magicians of the leather community. And I've often said, for any RPG geeks, we are the healer class of the leather (laughs) community. You get that reference. It's basically, we gain the skill sets to take care of leather and improve them. And just to provide a service to the wider mm. community. I mean, leather doesn't just stay 
nice and shiny and clean on its own. You do have to look after it. Yeah. I mean, this thing, it's a very hard, long-wearing material, mm. but it does need to be taken care of. Yeah. You know, it is an organic material. It will rot. It will stale. It will dry out and crack, which is the biggest thing. Yeah. I've, I mean, I've seen several. I've seen a few guys who haven't really looked after their, their kit, and I've seen sort of the most hideous sort of mold and, and rot on, on leather. It's, it's a shame. So that's... it's. Yeah. Uh, you need the uh, the healers. Mm-hmm. And when I see those guys, I'm just like, I just want to say to them, take that off, leave with me for a week, come back to me. Yeah. You're... So it's not unsavable, uh, some leather that's already got a bit sort of in a state of disrepair. You can, you can, as long as it's not completely falling to bits, you can probably do something with it, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it'll never be the same again. No. And it'll be prone to breaking again, but there are many things you can do to... Mm-hmm reverse damage to a certain degree yeah again it's try and keep it in good nick in the first place mm. it's a lot easier to take care of that way it's interesting you say about the cultural thing because i've um i'm very active on on tumblr and i've i've seen a lot of um, the american guys and um who have mentioned and and talk about boot blacking and leather care and um i'm i'm you know there's there is there is one or two people in particular who as part of their wider submission as their full-time slaves um as part of their sort of slave duties they sort of this has become a big part of that and it's sort of you know it's very much about when they go to a leather club with their master they're usually you know they're grateful for the honor of cleaning boots and look and very you know there's all of these things and it's it's really interesting because uh, uh, yeah it's definitely something that you don't really see in this country there's sort of leather a sort of in-depth leather community. It's le- it's more about the sort of going to the to the fetish, the full fetish clubs, or the, the you know with your your chaps on or something mm-hmm. like that. But you don't get the you t- t- you don't get to the same extent the sort of wider, more intense leather leather community. Um, I'm not quite sure why though. It's sort of, is there a uh, is there a specific cultural thing? That's... I think it's just. The roots of it and the traditions of it haven't passed over mm. to our country. Mm. Um, most of what I've had to learn, I've had to learn remotely. Mm. I know a few good friends in America. I mean, they set me on this path. Um, I first learned about boot blacking from a po- fetish podcast mm. like this, which is part mm-hmm. of the reason why I wanted to set up this podcast. Um, by Darts Domain, and he would interview a lot of the boot black contest winners. Right. Because there's a big contest at IML, and they have a big mm. tradition of first blacking at IML. Um, but yeah, I learned about it through that, and instructional videos, and reading about it. There's a good book, um, Beyond Boot Blacking, by Daddy Wendell, which you can get on Amazon, which I highly recommend for anyone. To, even if you don't want to be a proper boot black, it teaches the ins and outs of use caring for your leathers that's interesting because um that's something that i definitely see there's the sort of again with the whole cult well cultural divide the whole sort of difference between us and america as i see a lot on the scene here or what i see a lot on the scene there is the whole leather community is very much a very structured community you know there's a very big you know there's a lot of structure to it there's a lot of events for Mm -hmm. it very specific ones um it's it's very much like a sort of I'd say, you know, there's a sort of it's like a sort of guild in a way, you know, you've got with all these sort of as you say, first first boot blacking with the the competitions and everything. There's a very sort of 
high held tradition, a very sort of respected tradition as well in the leather community, I think. Yeah, and it's very interesting to see that a lot of them are quite sick of it. When I go over there, I've had people say to me, Oh my god, you're from the leather, English leather community. I love you guys. You don't bother with all this crap. You just do what you like and enjoy it. And... Yeah, I, I can see that it could get a bit tedious with time, but at the same, I think. Trying to find that sort of perfect medium is difficult, you know, sort of being able to enjoy this, because there is a certain richness to that, to the leather culture. Yeah. Being able to enjoy it without going overboard and like having your whole, your whole personal life geared up towards, uh, um, towards the, the leather, leather yeah. scene. I mean, when I was younger, I was very new guard in the mm. sense that I wanted to, you know, people shouldn't have to follow the old guard traditions. People shouldn't have to do this, you know, break Rebel. the system. Yes, yeah. As you do when you're younger. But mm. as I've got older, I started to realise, I mean, I still hate the people that are like, this is the way it's done. It's always been done this way. Mm. You must do it no other yeah, way yeah, yeah. because of tradition. Yeah. You know, no, we are in leather and kink for fun. We do it because we gain enjoyment from yeah. it. And if you don't enjoy it, what's the fucking point? Yeah. That being said... What we do is dangerous. Right. You know, leather and kink is dangerous. We do dangerous activities. Mm -hmm. um, risky. Yeah. And it's important to learn. Mm. This is the thing. I don't agree with this whole thing of people should work out from being slaves and earn their collars and earn their cap once it's bestowed upon them yeah. by, you know, whoever. And be an officially <laughs> ordained master by the community. <laughs> But yes. I do think there does need to be that thing of you need to pay your dues yeah. and actually learn about what you're doing. I see, it, that's a very fair point because I see that a lot with um, sort of masters and, and, and stuff like that is that a lot of the time the masters... I mean, there are some masters who are naturally, you know, good at what they're doing and know yeah. how it... But a lot of the time I see a lot of very good masters are people who are willing or were willing or still are willing to experience what they're inflicting on others themselves so that they get a grip you know get an idea of what is it that i'm actually doing to this person and how far can i go so i, I always appreciate the masters that kind of have as a caveat is i'm only gonna do like as much as i would be willing to take kind of thing yeah. um i mean of course depending on the slave you can push the boundaries and and what have you but um i think that's definitely a point there um so having sort of covered a bit about the background, how did you get into the boot blacking? I mean, how, you know, how did how what what first got you onto that track? Well, as I said, I started off hearing about it through the Darts Domain podcast mm -hmm. where I interviewed several um, IML contestants and winners um, for the boot blacking titles. And they talked about why they did it and the experiences they had. And something in it just called to me. Mm. Something in my brain just clicked and it's yeah. like, this is something I want to do. This is something I want to be part of. Hmm. And for me, it's very much geared to my nature. I'm a bit of a service bottom. Mm -hmm. I like to take care of doms. I like to know a craft for the sake of a craft. Mm -hmm. And that's always cool to me. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's important to know boot blacks can be tops. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah. So it's not just a sort of sub-slave position. It's no, no, more about it's more about the actual action of it and less about the sexual position and the sort of 
yeah. rank or I whatever. I mean, something someone said to well, not to me, but um, when they talks about giving boot blacking, which is boot blacks are not doms or subs; they are boot blacks. Mm, it so is it's, yeah. a job you do. Yeah. And in that job, you can be a sub. You can do it as a subposition, or you can do a dom. Yeah. I've heard of doms who basically like to tie boys to chairs, like really tightly tie them down, and then do their boots. That's fair enough. Yeah. Sounds like fun. Yeah. Um, cool. And was that was that recent? Was that relatively recent thing, or was that uh, no, this quite was a while ago? From when I was eighteen. Okay. And yeah. I've been slowly learning and building up. I mm. bought my first big pair of um, knee-high grinders mm. when I was um, 18 and I just started practicing day in day out shining them Fine. and as time went on I started to learn to take off my other leathers and build up my kit mm-hmm. basically buying all the little bits for it and... okay so that's uh, that kind of leads on again into the next thing which is um as you mentioned before, you can. There's different ways to approach the boot blacking. There's some people, you know, who mm-hmm. lick boots clean and everything. But there's also a fair amount of kit that is involved. Yeah. So, what exactly is like the materials that one a sort of let's say a a good intermediate and a sort of not a master boot black, but a sort of and not a beginner boot black, but someone who's somewhere in between getting getting towards a master <laughs> master boot black. Um, what kind of materials would you use or do you do you get and, and is it are they very commonly available? Oh uh, yeah, pretty much from any um key and shoe repair store mm-hmm. or even any supermarket. Mm. The base materials are a good um firstly I'll say whenever doing a fresh pair of boots, always use a fre- um a non shine. Right. Thing because often the sh- the shining polishes contain silicone, which dry out the leather. Yeah. So never use them as the base coat. Mm. As the base coat, you just need a pair of plain black, um, good quality um, sh- shoe polish. I recommend Kiwi as a brand mm-hmm. in this country. In America, I've heard there's there's one I cannot for love or money get over here without insane shipping costs, which is um, Lincoln Shoe Wax, right? which is meant to be far, far better, and mm. a lot of military use it mm-hmm. for boots. So anyway, need a good base polish and a parade gloss polish. Right. Uh, you also need um, one horsehair brush to brush it off. Mm-hmm. And if it's your thing, either a horsehair brush to apply it, either a cloth to apply it, or I personally like to use my hands. Right. Because of the very sensual feel to it. Yeah. That's my thing. And then a spray bottle mm-hmm. um, and a buttoning cloth to buff it up to a shine. Okay. Cool. And that's the base kit. Mm. Beyond that, you can actually get blocks of wax, which you can melt to fill in gashes, mm-hmm. so you don't get this huge gash in the leather. Right. And um, white, red, and yellow eyeliner pens. These are particularly big for boots where they have coloured um, stitching. Okay. Because obviously once you um, black them over polish, yeah. the stitching dulls or okay. gets dirty. Yep. So you just take... Either the eyeliner pen or a china mark with that same colour and go over it to just revitalise ah. the look of the stitching. Fair enough. Very nice. Um, I mean, do uh, sort of the general view when you think of a boot black or a shoe shiner or whatever is, you know, you get the you have the seats or the, the blocks that mm. you can put. Do, are there, you know, do, I mean, I think in America they 
generally have them at clubs and stuff like that where you can sort of or at least places where you can go and try, yeah. or go yeah. and shine your shoes they don't really have you know they don't have them here as it's not so big so yeah there is um, one in the eagle oh really uh, not the eagle the hoist the hoist okay yeah and it's basically just a chair on a raised pat- platform. Makes it probably makes it more comfortable much, to get. Because <laughs> um, I boot black for the um, London Leather Social mm-hmm. in Soho. Yeah. And I have to do it on my hands and knees at ground floor level, and it gets. Yeah. When you're doing it for about three hours, it does get a bit painful. Yeah. Maybe knee pads might be a good addition to the kit. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. yeah. I think for anything where you're on your knees for a longer amount of time, knee pads are always recommended. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Um, so with all these things that you, you think about, uh, with all these materials that you use and all these, all these techniques and everything, what, are there certain things that you have to think about in particular? Are there certain do's and don'ts? Um, you know, is there anything sort of, you know, do you look at the material to see if they're non-toxic or stuff like that? Is there, is, are there any sort of key markers in, in the materials, in your methods? You know, are there, is there any sort of, yeah, is there anything that you really have to think about and that comes maybe through the learning and, and through... Um, there are... I mean, a lot of people are surprised there are one or two things you have to take with risk management, which is, first and foremost, is a lot of boot polishes contain chemicals which are carcinogenic, and they're carcinogens which can be absorbed through the skin. Mm. Now, as I said, I like to apply the polish directly with my hands, not cross, because it gives that very sensual feeling. However... When boot blacking in public, when I'm doing it all night, I do wear plastic gloves. Yeah. Just to prevent this. Yeah. It's not as sexy, but, you know, it's safer. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I like a bit of play, and I do do it with my bare hands when it's a private session. Mm. The other thing to remember, it's not such a problem nowadays. Very few brands, and uh, I mean, again, it fell out of favour of new ingredients like silicon, mm. but a lot of more, quote, natural ingredients have been known to contain an oil which is a powerful laxative this means if you lick the boots afterwards you'll very quickly be running to the toilet soon after that (laughs) so always just try and stick to the silicone stuff yeah okay that's so that's sort of the basic of how it's done what you need Um, there is one more thing which all right yeah after boot blacking a um, master's boots one time, I got boot polish on his light switch. Right. I paid dearly for it. <laughs> so remember to be respectful of other people's property and remember you do have dirty hands. Yes. That's a very fair point, actually. Um, right. So that's sort of the basic of the background, what's involved, what you do. Um, now, I think, what was it, two weeks ago you were... Uh, in the um so sort of very recently at the eagle as the mr eagle competition um and um i remember talking to you before that and you were talking about um you have some plans to set up um set up something some to, to try and get boot blacking more publicity here in in the uk yeah i mean as i said i think it's quite sad that it's not really as big a tradition or a community mm. over here as it is in america and I would like to try and make it more so over here. Uh, one of my goals is to teach other people to boot black. Okay. To give one-on-one experience or teach lessons. Um, I very kindly, for the Eagles Stonewolf Masterclasses, mm-hmm. um, I've been in talks with him to do a educational session on boot blacking. Brilliant. 
Again, if anyone wants to get in contact with me, I will teach them one-on-one. And I basically want to start more of a tradition here and actually get more of a presence of boot blacks as a identity on the scene. Yeah, because I think, you know, the scene Mm. here is, though very varied, there's still just the sort of the key figures that are present and not so much the gradients thereof. Um, Brilliant. So that's sort of... I think I think the um I think that the the masterclasses which have been taking off a lot recently they're sort of mm-hmm. gaining in popularity very recommended to attend um when are they usually they're um, uh, are they once a month yeah uh, once a month at the eagle normally on a wednesdays yeah then um, that may be moved for fetish week which is next month yes it is isn't it yeah. um so soon <laughs> um yes they're definitely highly recommended um it covers a lot of ground. It's bondage and all sorts of... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he... Right now he's... Um, I've talked to Dolan. And he's talking about what he wants to go for in the mm. future. I mean, he's covering a lot of the stuff such as... not. I mean, he's done bondage, predicament bondage, mm-hmm. sub-roles, flogging. But he also wants to talk into things about aftercare methods and... Very important. Yeah, outside <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. He's very in-depth about what he does. That's... And yeah. it's... I'd recommend going to them. Definitely, definitely worth worth attending. Even if your interest is only slight, or you you just want to know a bit more about it, it's definitely worth. It's also a fun night, to be yeah. honest. You know, it's, I mean, plus they always need volunteers from the audience for the demonstration. Yeah, there so. you go. If you want to be manhandled by uh, experienced professionals, you know this is this is your opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've sort of already covered a bit how to get involved. You're um, you're trying to set up. The, your, yeah. your var- you've got your various things that you're trying to get you know get rolling um, and as I said there's the book where you yes, can get a Kindle yes. edition um, Boot, Beyond Boot Blacking by Daddy Wendell there's also a ton of um, boot blacking videos on YouTube which for some reason all seem to be female boot blacks fair enough for Why some not? reason female boot blacks are far more willing to display their craft and educate publicly or remotely interesting so YouTube is a true treasure trove of stuff. Mm-hmm. You never know what you'll stumble across. Um, brilliant. So yes, that's that's sort of how you know get get in touch with uh, Craig. Go to a go to um, the masterclass mm-hmm. where or, or a leather. You'll be at, you're usually at the leather socials doing it. So that would be yes, something that's to my regular gig. Yeah, which is the first Sunday of yep. the month. First Sunday every month at the top floor of Compton's Bar. And is um, gear required, or is it just for people interested? You know, can you be? No, just... no there's no gear required. It's um, it's not a um, it's not a club. It is literally a social where you go to socialise. A lot of people do wear leather, and they have um, leather on sale for quite cheap from the second hand rack. Brilliant. Which is always worth taking a look at. Well, there you go. So there's lots of incentive to actually <laughs> yeah. attend. Um, yeah, so that's brilliant. So there's, you know, there's all these opportunities. If you are interested, as I said, get in touch with uh, Craig. Go to mm-hmm. Masterclass. Go to the Leather Social. Um, read the book. Yep. Um, reading is always recommended. Reading is fundamental. Yes, it so is. <laughs> Can I get an amen? Um, <laughs> we are gay. Yes, yes, we yes, are. Yes. Um, and um, and videos clearly the YouTube yes. videos. And I, you know, as I said, get in touch with Kay, but also just talk to people and, and you know, if yeah, you see I someone mean, interested, maybe get, drop them a line or, you know. I mean, you there know. are groups on FetLife. There are people you can talk to 
I learned a lot from um, his C name is Daddy William, mm. and he I met him through MySpace oh, eons right. ago, wow. and we've kept in touch. <laughs> and I learned a lot from him. But he, yeah, yeah. I mean, last year he dedicated his boot black chair to um, the London and uh, not the the leather archives. Oh right, yeah, brilliant. So I think I think one thing I have to say is FetLife is a very underestimated website on the gay scene. I think we all focus on recon and and stuff yeah. like that. And FetLife is very interesting. If you don't know it, it's it's pansexual. It's for any sexuality, anyone you know, any sexuality, any gender, whatever. You can literally just put in whatever you're interested in, and you'll probably find a community of people who share that fetish or share that interest. So. Um, I think that's something that's something worth looking at because they do have a bit of everything there. Um, even if you're just curious and just want to talk to people, that's a brilliant, brilliant resource. It's, as I said, I think it's oh, it, yeah. it's not really that no, like the, I don't know a lot of well, there are in the on the the very dedicated fetish guys know about it, but I think that it's generally not one that really springs to mind when you no, talk to people. It does seem to be more in the heterosexual arena, but there are plenty of oh, yeah. gay guys. As I said, it's a good resource, and there's the boot blacking forums are full of information there. And there's actually a boot blacking wiki. I'll put the link to it in the show notes, Brilliant. but it pretty much has anything you'd need to know. Fantastic. Um... Well, that's basically all of the all of the questions. Is there anything that we've left out, or anything that's worth mentioning? Or um, tip your boot blacks. <laughs> Some of the, sometimes they charge in clubs, although I choose to do it for free at the leather mm. social. At which point, please tips because you know all this yeah. maintaining all the consumables yeah. for this activity can get mm. a bit expensive. Yeah. That's 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 good. Uh, yes, because I think a lot of people would take it for granted if they just see it there, and you know, if it's not, if they, if you don't charge, then I think it's definitely just fair, given the consumables that you do have to go through for all of this. Because yeah. some boots are quite big, and the you know, if you have to do a fair few of like knee highs oh, yes. and uh... yes, there are a fair few <laughs> that people choose to wear. Yes. yes. Well, brilliant. Well, I think that kind of covers the lot, doesn't it? Well, fantastic. See, we we. You know, we can go cheap. We don't even need to get people in. We just yeah, talk we to can. each other. Um, yes. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's been my pleasure. Uh, very educational. And um, go forth and boot black. <laughs> right. Well, thank you for listening. Yes. And until next time, I'm Craig. And I'm Michael. Good night. Hi, folks. Craig here. Um, I just wanted to say, if you have any questions, suggestions or feedback please contact us at kinkboyspodcast, one word, at gmail.com. That's kinkboyspodcast at gmail.com for any questions you may have for us, suggestions on show topics, or even just to share your experiences. Thanks, and hope you enjoy listening.